millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's always important to make a good first impression, but that is admittedly easier said than done. Especially in video games where you're introducing mechanics, systems, story, and characters, it is a tricky balancing act to get right, and as a result some gaming openings have outright just pissed the player off, intentionally or otherwise. Now, some of course do recover from this and become masterpieces in the process, but others somehow only manage to get worse, and it's a mix of these that we're talking about today. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com and these are 10 video games that pissed off gamers right away. Number 10, Anthem. In game development classes across the globe, Anthem should be used as a literal textbook example of how not to open a game. EA and BioWare's multiplayer action RPG was hyped to the moon pre-release, even as many expressed skepticism that it would be anything more than another generic squad-based online shooter. And the first hour or so of Anthem goes about proving every single scrap of doubt and suspicion absolutely correct, confirming it to be a hollow, soulless husk of a AAA game that can't even get the most basic foundations right. The opening portion, for instance, is pretty much a travelogue of everything it does wrong. The boring story and characters, the generic rinse and repeat missions, an overheating mechanic which prevents you from flying for prolonged periods, egregiously long loading times, awful central hub areas, and clunky matchmaking. The worst of all though, well, even once you do successfully squat up with other people, the ill-conceived tethering mechanic which prevents you from flying too far away from your teammates strips most of the fun and freedom away from taking flight. On paper, Anthem should have been a blast, donning Iron Man-esque suits with three friends to kill giant monsters and ultimately save the world. Instead though, practically every basic aspect of its gameplay is a poorly thought out chore, ensuring many were left thoroughly pissed off after completing the introductory section of gameplay alone. Number 9, Yakuza 0. Yakuza 0 is the game which transformed the iconic action-adventure franchise from a niche gem into a flat-out mainstream success, though it didn't provide the smoothest of introductions for new players. Perhaps the most vocal criticism of Yakuza 0 is the game's brutally paced opening chapter, which bombards players with two hours of exposition-laden cutscenes and only occasional gameplay, which generally amounts to the most basic running around and fighting. Compared to the rest of the game, this chapter is also extremely linear, with much of the map being gated off before the chapter concludes with a savage difficulty spike of a boss fight which is sure to frustrate some newcomers. After this, the game immediately picks up though, thankfully, as players are granted more freedom, but many were left understandably frustrated that the opening hours of the game are such an aggressive slog. 
Number eight, Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty. Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty is one of my personal favorite games, but I completely understand massively why some players leave the opening section absolutely fuming. That's because the game begins with an unforgettable stealth mission aboard a tanker, with players once again assuming the role of franchise icon Solid Snake. However, once this amazing introductory sequence is completed, the perspective shifts entirely to a new character called Raiden. With his whiny voice and constant mothering from the colonel, he couldn't have felt more the polar opposite of Solid Snake, and given that you play as this guy for the remaining 90% of the game with only some fleeting appearances from Snake later on, a lot of fans understandably felt duped by Hideo Kojima, after all this was not advertised before the game came out. This perhaps proved all the more frustrating because the game is masterful where aesthetics and gameplay are concerned, but players were given just a small taste of next-gen Solid Snake before he was ripped away callously from them. Number 7, Superman 64. Believe it or not, but Superman 64 launched on a tidal wave hype back in the day, as both the first ever 3D Superman game and an early iteration of open world AAA design. But it didn't take more than a few minutes for critics and players alike to realise that Superman 64 was a cold hard dud of a game. Even if you can accept the eccentric premise that Lex Luthor creates a VR simulation of Metropolis and forces Superman to enter it in order to rescue Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen? God, it is weird, isn't it? I mean, even on top of that, the core gameplay is just maddening. By far the most loathed aspect of the game though is the repetitive ride levels scattered throughout, whereas Superman players must fly through mazes of rings around Metropolis with some brutal time limits shoot to flummox adults, let alone kids. Within a minute of the game starting, you're thrown into the first of these challenge levels, and they only become longer and tougher as the game progresses. Considering how infamously expensive N64 games were upon launch, it only rubs salt in the wound that Superman 64 was an ultra-cynical cash-in with virtually no redeeming value as a piece of interactive entertainment. Number 6, Nier Automata. Nier Automata may be a great game, but it requires players ploughing their way through an unmitigated troll job of a prologue. The opening 40 minutes of the game offer up a surprising amount of pushback to even skilled players, and because there's no way to save the game until you clear the prologue and reach the bunker, that means you need to start the entire game again if you die, and the cutscenes can't be skipped. Players are required to take down two bosses that are challenging even on normal difficulty, and so after a few failed attempts, nobody could blame you for cranking the difficulty down to easy just to get through it so you can start the game proper. The overly demanding prologue leaves an asterisk on a game otherwise widely praised for its mesmerizing level of craftsmanship. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. 
With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Number 5, DMC Devil May Cry. To be completely fair to this one, Devil May Cry fans were pissed off before they even played a single solitary second of 2013's reboot DMC, which ditched the original iteration of Dante for a more edgy, emo character design in an attempt to make the game more appealing to teenagers. DMC's pre-release press cycle was filled with criticism over the frankly unnecessary decision to reboot the IP, though when the game finally hit stores, it received relatively solid reviews despite the arguable pointlessness of the reboot itself. Capcom, however, couldn't resist thumbing their nose at fans and their complaints in the game itself by directly referencing the Dante controversy in the game's opening level. Moments before Dante battles the first boss at a carnival, a silver wig similar to the hair of classic Dante randomly flies onto new Dante's head. Here, he takes a moment to consider himself in a reflection before literally staring directly at the player and defiantly quipping, not in a million years, and then just ripping the wig off. Unsurprisingly, a lot of Devil May Cry fans felt personally slighted that Capcom demonstrated how little regard they had for their complaints. Number 4, Okami. Okami is one of those games everybody who's played it wants to recommend to every single person they know, albeit with the giant caveat that the start of the game is a real pain in the ass. See, Okami's prologue is an infuriating example of a developer not appreciating the player's desire to, you know, play it. Rather than handing them the reins and letting them go wild, the game's intro constantly rips control away from the player to inundate them with yet more reams of overbaked expository storytelling. The opening 20 or so minutes of the game feel like an eternity while you're playing them, grabbing the player by the hand and forcing them down a strict, distinct path. For a game that's already an aggressively niche piece of work, it doesn't help sell it to curious parties at all, and even the most patient of players might find themselves getting a little bit aggravated. Okami is by no means a speedy or concise game even once you clear the opening sequence, but it never feels more like wading through treacle than it does here. Thankfully the remaster released a few years ago at least allowed players to skip through some of the cutscenes. 
Number three, The Last of Us Part 2. The Last of Us Part 2 intentionally tries to piss off its players almost immediately. At roughly the two hour mark, the original game's protagonist Joel is savagely beaten to death by Abby, at which point the rest of the game unfolds via the perspectives of Ellie and Abby. Given the connection players obviously had to Joel and his relationship with Ellie, many were left deeply upset that he was killed off in what was effectively the prologue sequence of the sequel. It is of course a classic sequel tactic, to wipe out the prior protagonist and reset the table, though at least in the case of The Last of Us Part 2 it felt dramatically motivated rather than the result of say an actor being unwilling to return for a whole new sequel, as often occurs in movies. While some players were pissed off initially and then came around to Naughty Dog storytelling, some just remained pissed off for the whole duration, annoyed that one of their favourite characters was suddenly gone. Number 2, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. The most controversial Zelda game of all time, Skyward Sword didn't exactly put the best foot forward. While the promise of catching up with Link before he properly became the hero fans knew him as, exploring Skyloft and getting to chat to Zelda and other characters was indeed rewarding. Sadly, the whole thing was let down by just how painful and elongated the whole tutorial is. While it's been made better in the recent remaster, having to constantly stop and start to learn basic tutorials absolutely sucked all the flow out of the game, as Fee would constantly jump out your sword and tell you everything from how shops work to how to wipe your backside probably, throw in some boring box puzzles, unwieldy motion controls that were difficult to get used to, frustrating flying mechanics on the original Wii, and it felt like the game was just never going to get going. Number 1. Driver Yep, you knew it was coming. Possibly the single most poorly thought out opening to any video game in history takes place in Driver. See, Driver is an extremely fun action driving game if you're able to make it past a tutorial designed to grind your soul into dust. The infamously challenging tutorial tasks players with completing a laundry list of vehicular manoeuvres within a butt-clenchingly tight time limit, ensuring that younger players in particular were basically unable to start the game proper. I mean, hell, after all, how many 8-year-olds know what a slalom is? As a result, many a child spent literal hours figuring this thing out, if not letting an older family member or friend figure it out for them, which was made somehow worse by the insanely bland setting of being in an underground car park. On the flip side though, it does effectively trivialise the rest of the game save for the tricky final mission, which seems laughably easy by comparison. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50-80% to 80 less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.